it's been a long time. It's been a few months since we've recorded. Got to get loosen up, baby. Loosey goosey. Loosen up those. I'm gonna say loosen up those lips, but that's a that's a bit weird. Horrible sounding sentence. Forget that you said that. Yeah. Uh, let's just jump straight into it. Play that funky music. White boy. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back finally to another episode of the Figure Forecast. I am King Damo and I am joined as always by my good friend Sam. Sammy Drip Drip, as Sammy Drip Drip. We sometimes call you. It has been a while, but how have you been? I've been fine. Lots of things been going on in wrestling, in my life, in your life. Yeah. I believe the last episode was in the build to WrestleMania. I think we did a pre-WrestleMania episode and haven't since. It's so quite unbelievable, really, isn't it? To talk about. How's that happened? Life. Life has gotten in the way a bit. That's like six months, nearly? April? Yeah, five, four or five months. you got to do the song. January, February, March. And we get to April. April, May, June and July. Yeah, so four, nearly five months. <laughs> yeah. That is generally how I remember the months. I just know months like an adult. Well, um, have some fun in your life, man. So we'll we'll talk about it for most of this episode, but just uh, obviously the thing that's brought us back: Vince McMahon has retired. Yay! What a ridiculous sentence! I never thought no. to say on the podcast. No, it was it was always right. WWE will only change when he dies. That's the only time he's ever going to leave, really, isn't it? And, to be morbid, and, but, and um, given how old yeah. his mum was, a hundred or something, like hundred. We were expecting this to be way off in the future. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's happened. We'll we'll talk. A little bit about why and what the future may hold shortly, but... Because he's a dirty sleazebag. There are a few big topics that we've missed over the last couple of months, so it would be an injustice to not dedicate a few minutes to them. Obviously, we'll go back to WrestleMania, where the first one started. Cody Rhodes re-debuted in WWE. Surreal. A weird moment. He had the he had, he had his entrance music, but he didn't do the little... He's Cody uh, Rhodes. Well, yeah, he's AEW's Cody Rhodes. Yeah. They didn't do the fake out with the Stardust music like uh, I edited, <laughs> but um, great match at Mania and some great matches since. A series of matches with Seth freaking Rollins, soon to potentially be Seth fucking Rollins. Yeah. If we go to TV 14, that's another thing. That's another missed. thing. Blimey, so much. Um, I normally don't like the the repeat matches, but all three of those were so good. They were great, weren't they? That you kind of can't hate it when you when you get a good match. You can't hate that it's a no. It's a duplicate of a match sort of thing. But and of course the last one he, they had he like had his half his body hanging off of his shoulder. Yeah, his torn pec. Like fair play for for doing it. Um, it's the sort of thing that you don't want anyone to do. No one should have to fight hurt, but no. he clearly wanted to. It certainly added something to the match. Yeah, it, it, I think it's WWE's first five star match. Um, Dave Meltzer in a number of years, which no no matter what your thoughts on his star rating, it's still kind of just an indication of the respect that Cody Rhodes brought in that match and what that injury kind of added story-wise to it. Yeah. Um, Hell in a Cell as well. Like, if it wasn't enough that he was hurt, he had to fight in a 
like no rules stipulation. So hopefully he gets cleared soon. People are uh, speculating Royal Rumble, which would just fit in perfectly, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah, he's that the re-debut, if you want, the re-re-debut of Cody Rhodes, and for him to win in the Rumble. He's said that he hasn't given the timetable because his, I think he's said his quote is that his doctors know if he they tell him a time, he'll try and beat it. Yeah. He probably does have a time. Well, that always happens with wrestlers. They like they have freakish healing abilities, don't they? You've seen it with like John Cena yeah. and people like that so coming de- back. De- dedication to get back in front of a crowd. Mad. Um, another big story, which hasn't really led anywhere yet. Not yet, no. But we'll definitely pick it back up when uh, it concludes. But uh, MJF. Mm. He's really been playing this, I'm going to go to WWE angle. Um, it kind of boiled over on one of AEW's shows. Dynamite, yeah. yeah. And he got pulled from a meet and greet, I think, or yeah. he left a meet and greet. There's rumours he'd flown away. And he's not been seen in a while. Yeah. yeah. So the timeline was there was a meet and greet on the Saturday that he didn't show up to, yeah. or he was pulled from, either way. He had the match at the pay-per-view. I can't remember which one it was against Wardlow and lost. Turned up on Wednesday on the Dynamite and that's when he cut that promo and uh, pretty epic promo wasn't it to be fair. Yeah, isn't he called Tony Khan to fire him? Yeah, asked him to fire him and calls him an effing mark. Yeah. I think. Um, But yeah, that was some big news and a great promo and he's not been seen since. Yeah, and it it kind of, the longer it goes on the more it feels like real because the heat is almost gone from it now it could very easily when he uh comes back just reignite oh, yeah, massively absolutely. but it feels like if it is just an aw story then well do you know what makes it feel even more real is now vince mcmahon is gone linking into this yeah right in in a world of vince mcmahon and scripted promos in wwe there in my mind there was little sort of thought that mjf would actually go to wwe for those reasons but he's gone now Triple H is in charge, and you expect there to be a bit more creative freedom yeah. for, for wrestlers that go there. So, I'm not saying it will happen or it's likely to happen, but there's that seed now that's yeah. been planted that's like, it's maybe it is more likely to happen that he could actually go. Uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought about it with like, the Vince mm. going as it being an added thing, but we'll, we'll definitely have to bring that back up when we get some more information, whether he reappears in AEW, appears really in WWE, in or appears somewhere else. Obviously, those are the two that people are most yeah. interested in, but he could appear Impact, New Japan. Imagine that if he turns up in Impact. As long as it's not control your narrative, oh, uh, I don't think God. people are going to complain too much. Uh, That's la- what he wants to do. He wants to control his narrative. Fit perfectly. Uh, the, last, the last big news story. I'll, I'll say big. There's, there's been so much. Yeah, just as we're sat here, more and more is popping into my head, like the TV14 stuff that yeah. we just mentioned. Um, but the last big one is a walkout on WWE's side. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, story is that they were due to face opposite champions at Money in the No pre Money in the Bank. It's been so long. Is it Extreme oh, Rules? It might have been Extreme Rules. I. Right. It's been so long. My mind's a bit of a muddle about what paper yours, but. They were both due to have title matches and kind of disappointed because they they were the tag team champions. They wanted to defend their titles. They wanted to make those titles mean something, which to fans they really don't at the minute. Like, Are case, they even case on point, anyone? They've not been seen since no, this exactly. event. 
and no one's really minded. Um, it is one of the least developed divisions WWE has, and that is saying something. Mm. But they, uh, the story goes that they went backstage and basically gave them the titles. And was like, well, we're not going to use them, you can have them. And then walked out of the show and haven't been seen or heard of since. Now, the main talking point really was that WWE had Michael Cole throw him under the bus. Throw him under the bus on commentary and be like, oh, they've they've left out and disappointed all their fans, uh, which is a very joke. Vince McMahon thing. But as with you said with MJF, now that Vince is gone, does that open the door back up for them to return? Kind of depends what well, it depends, offers they've had. There's been rumours that they've actually been let go. Yeah. There's, but no one knows. It's been back and forth for quite a while. And again, as neither of them have appeared anywhere else, there's that uncertainty. But as it comes back to our main talking point, now that WWE has a different figurehead, could there be some change today? Or will the problems... Did the problems run too deep? I personally don't think we'll see either of them again. Um, in Sasha Banks's case, in wrestling, full stop, for a long time, I think she's Hollywood bound. She knows her worth. So does Naomi. £30,000. Dollars, apparently, that was what she was rumoured to be charging for... Oh, really? For bookings? Uh, bookings. Bloody hell. Fair play to her. I mean, she's put up her name. She's kind of like mainstream in a way isn't she on the mandalorian yeah I'd, maybe not quite mainstream but i'd she's say she's on trying like, to break it into well it. mainstream is very difficult to define but i'd say probably on the fringes yeah. of mainstream like yeah. there are going to be people that know of her who yeah. don't watch wwe both so, rumors to be believed both their contracts were are up or are very close to being up yeah. so I, I don't think we'll see him again to be honest, which is a shame because I like both of them, Sasha more than Naomi. But look, I was a big fan of Naomi's Feel the Glow title run, although it did break someone has to be my TV a little bit. Like the blue glow, my TV could not handle it at the time. <laughs> uh, it just keeps to go blocky. Oh dear. No, I mean it's, it's big news, and like you say, the tag yeah. titles haven't been seen. Last week on NXT, one of the tag, women's tag titles was thrown in the bin yeah. <laughs> by Cora Jade. I mean, it fit into the story, but if there's any, if there's ever sort of like an image to perfectly show what those titles mean in WWE, it's one of them in the bin. Yeah, that kind of shows how they've been treated since they they sort of uh, began all, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Now I think. Yeah, they've been terribly booked. It's always just been like random teams put together. They break. There's, there's no tag teams in no. WWE full stop, let alone women's tag teams. It's, it's crazy. But that brings us back again, because the reason there is no tag teams is because Vince McMahon doesn't like tag team wrestling. It's been mentioned so many times over the years, he just doesn't get it. But Vince is gone. Well, what he's, I think what he said is, why would I pay four people? When I could pay two people. I mean, there is some logic to that. It's messed up logic. Apart from the fact you're paying people anyway. Yeah, yeah, like... exactly, exactly. It's stupid. Um, and if there's ever a sort of um, a theory to break a rule, if you want, well, that's a completely wrong phrase. But if there's ever anything to break Vince McMahon's theories, it's uh, FTR and the Briscoes match that just happened. Yes. That just headlined um, uh, Death Before Dishonor at Ring of Honor. Insane. Absolutely insane. There's money in tag team wrestling and you don't have to be a genius to see that. Now, obviously, the the, the big talking point. We've got to talk about Vince. We've got to talk about his left. Um, Logs? What? Sorry. We'll touch upon the uh, timeline for this because it was kind of chaotic, but I don't want to 
to go too much into that because it is a bit of a weird situation which I don't think we can really give too much insight into. No. So I think it starts with Stephanie McMahon stepping down from her role in WWE. Yeah. That was the to first. To spend more time at home with her family. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of leaked that maybe she was forced out. Who knows yeah. on that? And there was a bit of a there was, there was a little bit of a reshuffle going on in WWE. And then uh, <clears throat> a couple of weeks later, uh, breaking news from the Wall Street Journal. So like a legitimate news source, not a like a wrestling yeah. news source. That Vince McMahon has paid three million, I think it was, or something like that, dollars initially yeah. uh, to a woman after having an affair with her, which at best is scummy and at worst is criminal. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Like we don't know the, the full details of it, no. but at best it's a bit scummy. At worst, it's illegal. Um, and at this and, at this stage, yeah, they are just allegations. So yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. They are just allegations. Yeah. Now, Vince came... Did he step down first, or did he come out on SmackDown? I think he... they WWE released a statement saying there's going to be internal... Um, investigation. Investigation. And whilst these investigations are going on, Stephanie is going to be temporary CEO, um, and Vince is not going to do his duties. Or yeah, he was, just, he was just going to be... He was, yeah, he was temporarily yeah. stepping down as CEO. But he, he was still in full charge of creative yeah. and sort of there day-to-day. He appeared on SmackDown yep. and got some cheers and stuff, which was a little bit cringe, but it's then... scummy. You imagine that not everyone in the arena follows all the news stories. No. So, to them, maybe he's just Vince McMahon. Like, of course he's going to get a cheer. Like, mm. he's, like that's fine. Like, I'm not going to hate on people if they don't know the story. Like, that's... that's yeah, yeah, it's not a fan's fault. It was still a bit weird that he came out. It was kind of like he was rubbing it in yeah. people's face. Like, look, I can do it's what I want. It's just very much him going, I'm still here. <laughs> he appeared again on Raw to... Mm. Ba- well, on SmackDown, he didn't really do anything. He just kind of went, welcome to SmackDown. Yeah. And then left. And yeah. On Raw, he did a very similar thing where he came out, did nothing, and then mm. left. And it was like... It's just is... him flexing his muscles, isn't it, yeah. pretty much? But... Peacocking around. Then more stories came out that were allegedly a little bit more on the illegal side than the just creepy side. Uh, suggestions of, like, firing someone after they wouldn't reciprocate things. Again, don't know if, it, if the allegations are true, but... It's not looking good. It's not looking good at that point. It's not really an excusable uh, thing. And um, most people agreed that this could be the end of Vince McMahon. Um, Did the third allegation break before... No, the third one broke afterwards. So then we get to Friday, last Friday. At 7, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, just before... Bedtime. Bedtime. (laughs) A few hours before Smackdown. And in a tweet... Vince McMahon retires. It wasn't even a very well put together tweet. No. No. Yeah, that's the bombshell um, that no one pretty much ever thought they'd see. Yeah. At 77 years old, I retire or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, so there was a third, or maybe fourth, it's hard to keep track sometimes, allegation that he may have used company money to pay off someone without declaring it, which I'm not a lawyer, but it does kind of sound like embezzlement, which is a big, to me. a big deal. So... His time as a head of WWE is is over, but his time in the spotlight might not be, but it's all for the wrong reason. Yeah, definitely. And now the new structure of WWE looks like this. So at the top, you've got a joint CEO of Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, 
who's rubbing his hands together. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe where he's got to. Uh, and in charge of creative now, you've got Triple H. And in charge of NXT, you've got Shawn Michaels. Which is kind of hard to believe that Shawn Michaels and Triple H pretty much running creative on, uh, yeah. on WWE's main products. Now, we've had... I'm not going to count SmackDown. It was a few hours before. Yeah. And it seems like it was kind of quite a rushed plan. Mm. And... I think up until SummerSlam in a week, uh, not much is going to change. No. Like, not in front of the camera. You've got storylines in full no. swing. I imagine things <clears throat> would stay pretty much as they were planned. But post-SummerSlam, I think we're going to see some changes. That being said, there was some small things on Raw that we picked up on that may have been Triple H ideas. Yeah. They, they, we could just be looking too much into it. It could have been the plan all along, but they just feel a little bit more different we might be looking for things like that but one of them for me was the opening oh yeah it, it didn't just, start with a massive long promo train it just started straight away with a bit of action miz and logan paul just beating each other mm. no but like, they called logan paul called the miz out yeah yeah before the show started they showed a clip a little bit later but yeah as soon as you turn on raw you just got fight. It actually threw me off when I started yeah. watching. I was like, "Have I missed something here? Like, where's the where's the promo at the beginning of Raw?" Yeah, really, really dramatic. Again, might be looking too much into it, but oh, I thought it was a refreshing change. It's I think that was small. very deliberate. I think that was very deliberate. And there was obviously references to Vince leaving from Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I, I would say there was like, we said Vince doesn't like tag team matches. There was a lot of tag team matches on Raw. There was. It did make me laugh that the first match, the first proper match of this new era without Vince McMahon ended in a DQ, though. That made me laugh a lot. WWE will always WWE. I bet so many people are like, for fuck's sake, come on, man. <laughs> Give us a break. That did make me chuckle. Yeah. I have to admit. But we are. We are in this new dawn. And like you say, post-SummerSlam, I think that's obviously when um, when, when the changes are going to happen. I'm really looking forward to the, the run into WrestleMania. Well, see what happens there. I don't think we've had a, we've actually mentioned it with uh, podcasts, right? But we've got Clash at the Castle, oh, which yeah. is now a Triple H-led pay-per-view. Oh my gosh! Which suddenly just became that bit more interesting. I always yeah. excited for it anyway, as we are fortunate enough to be going. We are going. Still need to book a hotel. But now that it's Triple H one, it it's it could be in epic. theory the first proper Triple H-led pay-per-view. Yep. So, with a Triple H guy potentially being crowned as champion in Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So we got we got a lot of uh, interesting things for that. We'll we'll circle back to Clash of the Castle a little bit later. Uh, but I thought uh, a fun thing to kind of discuss would be some potential changes that Triple H could implement, and kind of like the basis for that is black and gold NXT. We know kind of what his style is. Yeah, it's broken style. So. I was trying to think of the right phrase, but I, I, I can't come up with it. But you, you heard the phrase, the canary in the mind. Mm. In the mind. It's kind of the warning signs that bad things are going to happen when the canary dies. Yeah, yeah. Get out. Well, I feel like there's going to be opposite here. Right. Like small good things that are kind of suggesting of WWE's new approach. Because you can't dramatically change overnight. No, no, of course not. It'll be gradual. There'll be little things to look out for. And one of them, for me, is the rebooking of certain NXT stars. Oh, yeah. Um, now, we already saw a little bit of that. Tommaso Ciampa got a great little promo on Raw. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah, he was he, one of Triple H's best guys. Yeah, he really kind of stole that moment. And although it's weird that he's in this match yeah. booking, like all of a sudden it made it made a little bit more sense. And it's like, oh yeah, like, forget Tommaso Ciampa is great. Like <laughs> more of that, uh, please. Um, the other one is names. There's yes. a lot of people who have lost yeah. part of their name, and whether they start coming back could be interesting. Um, there's a few that I think won't. I think Gunther might stick over Walter. Um, people are start, it's starting to grow on people. I think that's fine. It's, it's become normal now. I think the surname thing might. Yeah. Like whether if they start referring to him as Austin Theory again. Yep. Um, if we get Matt Riddle, Shotzi Blackheart. Rick O'Shea. <laughs> I couldn't think of any. Yeah, a, a few, a few um, names like that. A few, a few surnames come back. Maybe you could even have a few of the guys who have their names changed. Yeah. Start you, you reusing their old name. Pete Dunn, um, Piper Niven. Yeah. These names start popping up. I'm not saying they would, but if if they do, that's kind of a good sign to to me the, the way yeah. the movie is going. It's going Undoing right a few of. Vince is more quirky decision. I think another one is obviously just the bookings in general. Yeah. Like if it, just not big beefy guys at the top. I think like Ricochet is a pretty good example. Like what is Ricochet at the minute? I He's just another while. guy, isn't he? Yeah. But on NXT, it was amazing the way he was presented. Yeah. And so many other people were Champa, another one like you say, Shotzi, another one. Like if these uh, Triple H true and trusted people start getting booked in a way that they were on NXT. Oh man, we're we're looking at a good thing I think here. Yeah. No, they, don't it's exciting. they don't necessarily all have to even, no. even go to the top of the cup. We don't need to have like Bobby Roode no, re-debut the glorious one or whatever his nickname was and beat Roman Reigns. We don't we don't need that. But if he comes back to face <clears throat> Bobby Lashley yeah. and ele- they elevate that uh, US title a little bit, that's that's good. Like it should be elevated. Mm. It should feel important, and uh, I think a few things like that would be uh, nice to see. Maybe we'll get LA Knight, yeah, back instead Maybe. of Max Dupree. Well, there is Ooh. some weirdness with him. He wasn't yeah. on SmackDown, so again, he's someone who could taken out of his own stable, replaced uh, by his sister. Could re-debut back as a his old character. Um, we've got interesting ones because we've got Edge coming back soon. You do, and. What happens with his character will be interesting now. Um, there's so many just there's a few, and maybe, there's a few there? people who got either released or are free agents that you could maybe see. Yeah, well, uh, I can imagine a branch uh, being reached out to after sitting out his free agency. Johnny Gargano is there with a massive grin on his face, thinking, yeah. well, "There's an opportunity for me here." Like if he went to the main roster. And Vince, the size of that guy, I think he's smaller than me, he's probably like five foot eight potentially. And look, he's in shape, but he's not a Vince guy, no. is he? He's not Jack. So he, he was a Triple H guy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he is great. Um, there's been talks online about Bray Wyatt because one of the reasons he was no. was let go was kind of a disagreement with about creative decisions. Well, if creative is changing slightly, could that open the door for a Fiend return? Triple H booked Fiend? I'd be... I'd be interested. Sounds like a car wreck to me. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, now, a, a weird thing to think about, though, is what happens to NXT? Because NXT got taken off Triple H and turned into, like, the Vince. Mm, that's a good thing. thing. What happens to it now? Because it, it can't go back to the black and gold brand. No. 
you can maybe drop the what the actually saying 2.0, yeah. but you you've got to stick with this new new theme. But I think you've just got to make it work. And without some of the shackles that Vince imposes on uh, his talent, I think Shawn Michaels can uh, can do it. He, he he gets the changing landscape of wrestling. Um, allegedly, like he had a story, he had a conversation with I think Kevin Nash. Mm. They were at the Performance Center, like they're training some people, and they're doing like ridiculous, like high work rate, crazy practice stuff. And Kevin Nash is going, like, oh, what? You slow down a little bit. Like this is this is too intense. And Shawn's like, no, no, this is this is what people like nowadays. Like yeah. we got we got to do this. Well, that's it. Like, yeah. It's like. It's not difficult to understand what your audience likes. It's just been... Yeah, it's going to be didn't. an interesting one with um, NXT. Because the, the whole point of NXT, although it's a TV show, is that it trains people yeah. for the main roster. It's developmental. That's the whole point of it. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a big show to see how they want uh, the main roster to be down the line, isn't it? If, yeah. they, if they're getting all these big, beefy guys again, like Bron Breaker... Yeah, people like that. I think it needs to be a, a little bit of a mix. Like to go, oh, yeah. you can't go like the super indie show, no, like NXT kind like of was, used to because be. AEW has kind of taken that market. Do you really want to try and out AEW? They've got all of the Triple H guys, now. yeah, undisputed here, Keith Lee, Swerve, all these people. Do Do you want to try and out AEW? AEW? No, you want to be the best WWE. Well, AEW is now a better version of what NXT used to be. Yeah. Essentially, so I think all of the fans that you had there have now gone over. So yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be hard winning them back. Yeah, I, I, I feel like look, the Cody Rhodes Seth matches mm. were all your kind of NXT AW style matches. Yeah. I'd say quite long, big, dramatic matches, mm-hmm. multiple false finishes, and things like that. And it worked, but I think it worked really well in WWE because there was a variety of stuff. It's like, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but we've got a match at SummerSlam, which is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Last Man Standing. You can't turn that into a work rate match, but it doesn't need, you don't want it to be. You just want 10 minutes of two guys well, that's it, yeah. throwing whatever big moves they've got at each other. And as long as you've got some good work rate matches on the card as well, that works. Mm. Like, that's fine. Um, one of my favourite matches over the last few years just it not I would argue it's not even that great of a match but it was just a great segment I really enjoyed it was Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg yeah that was good like it just was it fun worked. and it worked like Goldberg just destroyed him and then came back and destroyed him again and then came back and destroyed him again I think it was like four times he did it it was great but yeah. it only works in isolation uh-huh. if you do it too much then it's a bit shit but yeah a whole new world. Sorry, I've just had it in my head for ages. We're going to do some SummerSlam predictions, but let's do some Triple H era predictions. Okay, Fire. Just a few out there things. Because we know some story beats that are playing out that might need a, uh, a resolution. But now Triple H has got, to, he's got to figure out. He's got to, well, he didn't have to figure out by himself, but he's got to make the decision. So... How they play out is completely up for grabs. So, Roman Reigns' title reign. I think it goes to Mania. Yeah? I, I don't think he loses to Brock. Um, both, both belts to Mania? Uh, yeah, I do. I okay. do. And I think it... Uh, the thing is, what we've been led to believe that they're building towards is The Rock, right? At Hollywood? Mania at Hollywood. Something that, to me, uh, doesn't make sense to be for the title. Um... Uh, 
but how do you get the titles off of him and still keep the stakes? Universal is the title that he had to that he's held the longest. Yeah. WWE is his short short title reign one. I had I'd have some announcement that he has to defend both titles separately. Does Drew win the WWE at Clash? Drew Clash. facing for the WWE wins, and then as you start to build the seeds of uh, um, doubt into Roman Reigns, you've got to you got to build some issue for mm. him going into rest to the WrestleMania for the Rock. That's when you take the gamble because it's a Universal title. And yeah. no one really cares about the universe. No, title. no, not at all. So that's when you have theory cash in. Okay. Um, you then just have Roman, a great Roman promo, calling out everyone that like theory had to cheat to win, whatever, like something. Um, everyone's been working against him to take because they know how good he is. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, he's he's the best. He's the tribal chief. And then you build like the Rock kind of being like, no, oh, you keep talking shit about everyone. Well, we're gonna fight. You like, you've got him as the face, and then. You've got it just for who is the best in the family, and then you don't know necessarily who's going to win that match. I suppose so. But if it's for the title, The Rock's not coming back. He's not going to become the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Or if he is, we're back in the problem of the champions never on the show. <laughs> which, Unless he's taking Sami Zayn's gimmick and becoming a great liberator and just <laughs> making them bacon. So... I feel like if it is for the title, Roman's just going to win, and then you've still got the problem of who takes them off him. I think taking them off him before that is better. But Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it, yeah. really? But I, I do think that's that's obviously what they're building towards. I'm not saying I think that's what's going to no, happen. No, I'm no, just no, saying no, that no, would no. be an idea. I'm pretty uh, sure professional writers could do a lot better job than I just did. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? I'm not too convinced of that sometimes with WWE, but... Yeah, well, we'll see over the next few months. Yeah, for sure. Right. I think one of my predictions is that Gunther is going to become world champion in the next two years. Yeah. Him or Ricochet. I can't decide which one. Potentially both. Okay. I... Maybe the mid-card tables actually... Tables? The mid-card titles actually start meaning something. There's some stakes on them. The way that he booked the... Um, uh, what is it? North American title on NXT? Is that the brown... Yeah. Uh, strapped one, yeah. Yeah, the way he booked that to actually mean something and not just be like this secondary title. Yeah. If he started doing that with the US and Intercontinental and there was actually some stakes to it, uh, that would be good. Maybe the Intercontinental title would actually get booked onto a pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the two, the two champions are in a great position for um, a W, uh, a WB, a Triple H rebuild of those yeah. division. Well, who is this? Gunther Bobby, Bobby is Lashley and, 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 and yeah. Gunther. Both are big guys who it's always good if you've got mm. that. It's the like the David and Goliath yeah, story. Exactly. You, you've got to build that. And if you're doing a kind of a changing, changing the guard, you could have... Who's, uh, you can have Ricochet or Finn Balor or Sami Zayn face Gargano. Gargano, Champa. if he comes back, Champa. You can have all any of these guys face Bobby Lashley for the title. Yeah. And then you've kind of started to build that, that division. That's it. Um, the women's division will be an interesting one. It was gr great in NXT. Oh, it was brilliant. It was the best women's division, arguably, in the world at so, one point. Look at the women that's come through there. Yeah. Bailey, Sasha. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, why can't I think of any more? Charlotte. Charlotte, of course. Nia Jax. 
Yeah. Oscar. Oscar, who had a, a ridiculous... Uh, Becky Lynch. Reign. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Someone exactly. Who's another person who oh my will, gosh, could yeah. be uh, repackaged oh under Triple H. That makes me excited. Proper Shayna Baszler and not just this guff one we've got at the yeah. minute. The tag teams of Natalia. Uh, there's, so, there's so much to be optimistic about coming uh, coming soon. There is. We're, we're in that stage at the minute that's, that is the optimistic bit. Nothing's happened that's properly changed yet. There, there's still hope that it could change and become better. There is one more reverse canary in the mine for me. Okay. I'm coining that term. Survivor I don't think Series. think anyone else will want it off of you, to be honest. Survivor Series. It's already in a bit of a weird position, even if Vince yeah. was still in charge. The, the tag titles and main titles are both, quote-unquote, unified. So the thing we've had for the last few years of all the champions face each other can't really work this year. As it stands at the minute, obviously, plenty of time to change until November. I think so. But there's been a lot of criticism for years about WWE's use of Survivor Series in that no one has any brand loyalty because they keep switching every few weeks. So... In the last few years, they've had the draft a month before or something ridiculous like that. So having this brand versus brand pay-per-view doesn't really work. No. Now... No, we've got Triple H. What we don't I don't know what Triple H thinks about What does it become? Survivor series. But does how he books Survivor series could be the the a big tell. Mm. It, I'm not saying it it is because like I think it's if, traditionally it's always one of the big four, right? Yeah. But I think it's slipped off of that. I think I think no one really cares. I think Money in the Bank is the new four. Well that's it, yeah. But I think that's because you get a reward from it. Yeah. There's nothing. Survivor Series is just it's just there. Mania and SummerSlam are you kind of yeah. Does anyone really care about brand loyalty now? Like back in the day, I think some people did, especially like us because we had access to one show. Yeah. To watch rather than the other, like I always had access to watch SmackDown, so I I always drew towards SmackDown. I think it was similar for you with Raw. Yeah. You only had Raw, so you drew towards Raw. So naturally on these shows, I'd be like, yeah, come on SmackDown, I want you to win. But now. And especially with like wrestlers interacting between shows, like yeah. this week we saw Drew McIntyre turn up, and I don't know what brand like that. anyone's on well, anymore. Well, exactly, yeah. So there is no brand loyalty. There's no brand split really. No, we, is there? We went was it last year, earlier this year? I can't remember times. We went to see SmackDown oh, in last the UK. Year, yeah, it. last year. I couldn't figure out who was going to see. No. I, I had to look it up because yeah. you can watch SmackDown and you'll see about ten Raw superstars. Right, so. The brand-to-brand invitational. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, it it could be so much Survivor Series. It could just be, like, a pay-per-view full of survival-type matches, like an I Quit match, for one, like in the main event. Uh, Hell in a Cell is another one there. Yeah. Cage match, I don't know, like all sorts of different things that you can do. I'm not expecting a lot of branding changes uh, in the next year, but post-next year... As we go to the future, there is potential then as well that we'll we'll see the disappearance of shows like Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, the gimmick pay-per-views. The gimmick pay-per-views. The, uh, there's only two that I would keep, personally, which is Elimination Chamber and uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah, well, I suppose, yeah, yeah. Oh, Royal Rumble, I suppose that counts as well. Um, I like Elimination Chamber as that kind of like last chance for Mania. Yeah, it's, it's a good concept. So I think that one's... But, Remember when WWE did Fatal 4-Way? Oh, God. There was another one that I was just thinking that was just all submission matches as well. 
Breaking Point. Breaking Point, that was it. At least that had a good name. Well, yeah, it's not just called Submission Night or something. (laughs) WWE presents Tap Out. Yeah. Tap Out's already a brand, so it's probably why I couldn't use it. I bet they they would have. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots to be optimistic about. Now, it's not all perfect. Let's give Vince the small bit of credit he does do that. He did create the WWE that we fell in love with. He did. Like, let's not forget about that. As much shitty things as he'd done, and there are a lot, let's not forget that he did create the WWE that we and many others fell in love with, whether you started watching in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Like, mm. he he had some great ideas over the years. He, he did. did so many good things that there is that chance that without its captain, the ship will sink. I'm not predicting it's going to happen. I'm not saying uh, it will. I think uh, Triple H yeah. is good at his job. But we can't not mention that like, it's a difficult job. Look at how many promotions have failed. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because of him. <laughs> Killing the territories. Well, he killed the territories. He beat WCW. Like, yeah. like there's there's always that chance. I, I hope he doesn't come come to pass because I hope it doesn't come to pass because I really like watching WWE and it won't go past even when it's shit I always get a little bit of enjoyment from it so I'm hoping we do get the good outcome of Vince leaving and not the bad one I think there's a higher percentage that it will go well than worse and obviously it's worth mentioning all the good memories that Vince has given us um, over the years throughout WWE yes, with his character with all the characters yeah. he created I think a lot of people online and just in general have struggled to sort of differentiate those great memories with yeah. these shitty things that he's alleged to have done Yeah, and, um, and it's almost defending him in a way going oh yeah he's changed my life or he's done all these things and uh, I'll be forever grateful and stuff well, you can do that, that's fine. Yeah. But also acknowledge that, yes, he's probably a shitty person that's done all these bad yeah. things. So it, it's, it's just a, it's a weird situation and understand that, but it, it's yeah. important to I, differentiate. Yeah, we've, we're all going to have fond memories of stuff that he is responsible mm. for. And unfortunately, many people are going to have negative memories. Yeah. Now... But we, in, in a way, he's the reason that probably a large percentage of wrestling fans go into wrestling. Yeah, I, I, I'd say uh, in English-speaking countries, mm. I'd say most wrestling yeah. fans got into it because of WWE. Now that doesn't excuse any shitty thing he's done. No, Absolutely not. not. But look, I saw a lot of people <laughs> complaining about the "Thank You Vince" chant on SmackDown Raw. SmackDown, yeah. Now it was a bit weird, and it there is that feeling of awkwardness because of the controversy. But at the same time, I get the sentiment. Like they are thankful for what. He has given them not thankful for the shitty things he's done. Now, yeah, do you know what? I didn't mind the um, the the uh, organic chant too much. Yeah. The bit was when Stephanie led the chant as thank you, Vince. That's where yeah. it got grotty. That's where it got a bit questionable. Like, mm, if, he, if it was just this lovable old man that's retired, yeah, fine. But you can't just ignore all of that background no. to why this has happened. And with the company leading the narrative... Yeah, it's, no. it's not great. Like, it's not a great look. It's not a great look. They are look. just allegations, but it yeah, it does, it's, it, it's it a would, very dark cloud looming would, over everything. It would not surprise me if they were true. No, no. I don't. I'm not, 
I don't want to get cease and desisted by WWE on the off chance they are listening, which is why we keep saying just allegations. Like, you never know. But it feels fairly substantiated, these claims. So Yeah, there's no smoke without fire and all that. No. But look, they are allegations. We're just trying to we're just trying to save our podcast from legal yes. repercussions. Not uh, <laughs> not commenting on anything specifically, but right. Yeah, SummerSlam then. SummerSlam, yeah. Now predictions are going to be really fucking difficult this time because we always predict based on what would WWE do, but yeah, really that has always been what would Vince McMahon do. And now it's what would Triple H do? And my Triple H guesses are nowhere near as good. I remember doing predictions before the podcast. I clean sweeped you at one pay-per-view. You did. We got to an NXT and I got them all wrong. Yes, that's it. (laughs) So I'm a little bit nervous about this one because to celebrate the return of the podcast, we have decided on a special punishment. We have. We have indeed. Do you want to enlighten our listeners as to what this punishment is? Yeah. Uh, because we are going to a WWE event, it felt like a, a good time to, to kind of tie everything together. And just so happened that while we were thinking up ideas, WWE debuted the Maximum Male Models program on SmackDown. Now, that gave me the idea. I can't remember exactly what I referred to it as. I'm going to try and remember. And I think I called it the... Figure forecast, fantastic fashion. I can't remember. <laughs> something beginning with F. Um, and frenzy. Frenzy. Let's go for frenzy. The basic idea is that the loser of the SummerSlam prediction will have to go onto a shopping website of their choice, search for five items of clothing, buy cheapest first, and purchase them. And then that is the outfit they wear. So they will have shoes, trousers, a top, a jacket, and an accessory. Now, you can be a little bit more specific with that on certain things like shoes. If you go cheapest, you're getting flip-flops. So you might want to pick an actual shoe because in England, it will probably be raining. Flip-flops might not be the best yeah. best shout. But you'll, we'll, we'll do a video of uh, that getting purchased, and then uh, we'll, we'll have a video of clips from the event wearing yes. the ridiculous outfit. I think it's going to be fun. I've had a quick look at some of the cheapest things on a couple of websites, and it could be terrible. Yeah, I've no doubt about that. So that, that'll be our punishment. I'm, I'm hoping it's a good one. I feel like we need to, to lean into it being bad, not just play it, because we could just play it safe. And be like, I'm just going to pick like grey for everything. And it's like, well, that's a little bit boring, nah, but... No, nah. you go hard or go home. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the uh, the winner should get a little bit of vetoing power about some of the choices. I think that's fair. Um, again, cheapest, so we're not having to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's five items that could, that could only cost a five. We might get everything for a pound, but... We'll see. Um, it should be a, a fun one. Now, let's get up the announced matches for SummerSlam. Yep. So our first match being advertised for SummerSlam, uh, a recent addition, the Mysterios versus Judgment Day in a no-disqualification tag team match is announced on Raw. Uh, who have you got for your prediction and why? I think the Mysterios, because Edge returns, helps them against the Judgment Day and they win. Okay. I am going to go with the Judgment Day. Okay. I think they need a big win. They do. Not- and beating the Mysterios at SummerSlam could be a big moment, and then you can build 
going forward. I think Vince would have gone with Mysterios, but uh, I'm hoping Triple H goes with the Judgment Day. Might need a new name, but I feel like the stable having a win and can build on to something will be good. Because I, I do like them as a stable, they just need a little bit of a... They need a bit of a tweak. A little bit of a tweak, but I, I am interested in what can happen with them. Cool. Next match that we've got on the card, Logan Paul against The Miz. Who you got? Just a straight singles match, which makes it a little bit more interesting because I don't know what role Tommaso Ciampa is going to play in it. Um, That's a good point. I really don't know because I feel like Logan Paul needs a win because I think Logan Paul needs to turn heel. He definitely does. And basically needs to become The Miz 2000 and whatever when The Miz first came to WWE. He needs to be that doesn't belong here kind of cocky guy. Logan Paul's not likeable. In real life. So, <clears throat> I think Logan Paul has to win here. I agree. I've got a Logan yeah. Paul winning as well. Um, could No specific reason. No, I don't know how. I just think, I just think yeah, he... I, yeah, he's just kind of got to win, I think, for this relationship between Logan yeah. Paul and WWE to work. And I think it should, because I've liked what I've seen so far. So He's good. He's good. Fair play to the guy. He's yeah. good. Uh, match number three is Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. For the Raw Women's Championship. Well, it's a tricky one for me, so I've not really seen too much uh, on the shows leading up to this. I know Becky's on like a bit of a an arc where she was she wasn't winning, and then she got yeah. that win over Asuka, potentially on the upwards curve. For me, I think it's redemption for Bianca after last SummerSlam, I believe, is when Becky returned and won the title off of Bianca. Um, so I think it's a Bianca retention for me. She keeps the titles. I, I agree. I think Bianca Belair is going to win. I'd be more invested in this if we hadn't had the Mania match, because mm-hmm. now we've had our three big yearly pay-per-views. Yeah. SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and now SummerSlam again, where we've got the same... Same match. Same match. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go with Bianca Belair for a prediction, but my original thought before Triple H took over, it's a very Vince McMahon thing to do, but it could still work under Triple H. Belair, Bianca Belair wins straight away. Like, really quickly that's a good idea a flip of last year now I don't want WWE to do that but I can kind of see it happening don't know if Triple H would do it I think they might play up to it now but I don't think it will happen so I'm just going to go with Bianca Belair but that's the kind of thought in the back of my head yeah next match is the other women's tag match the Smack tag match sorry the other women's title match the Smackdown women's title where we've got Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey on paper bit of a mismatch you've got Ronda Rousey and you've got Liv Morgan (laughs) (laughs) in my head I have her as like the Hulk Ronda smash but anyway what's your thoughts on this one is Ronda gonna smash see I think jumping back into uh, the rematch so soon is a mistake because how does Liv Morgan win this match I don't know because Ronda has been built up so much as so unstoppable yeah she's the Brock Lesnar of the women's division yeah and rightfully so yeah yeah yeah, she she has that legitimateness that and I don't think Liv Morgan has been built up to the level of where you can see her winning that being said I really really want them to keep the title on Liv Morgan me too I think they will I I just don't know how but I'm going to go Ronda Rousey because I can't think of how you book that match and have Liv win without kind of deflating the yeah the kind of the I completely get you aura of Ronda Rousey I'm on the exact same uh, trail of thought as you 
but I'm gonna go Liv Morgan. I have no idea how she retains, but like you say, I think it's just way too soon. Yeah, I hope you're right. I really do. Potentially Natalia getting involved. Potentially. Who knows? That's the only thing I think shenanigans, but what shenanigans? Yeah, there there is still one episode of SmackDown to there is so something. Maybe it will become a triple threat. Maybe it will become a, a certain oh, match type. There's things that could change to make it a little bit easier. But as it stands right now, those are our predictions. Yeah. Our next matchup is the tag team match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship with Jeff Jarrett as special guest referee. Yeah, how did that come around? So I, I watched last SmackDown, but not the ones before that, and it was all of a sudden Jeff Jarrett's special guest referee. I'm like, what? It just, it just came about. They were announced... They were going to say who it was, and I thought it might be, I uh, can't think of his name, the Uso's cousin who's in NXT. Oh, um, yeah, I know exactly who you mean. I can't think of his name. Solo Sokoa or something like that, I think. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it would be someone related to yeah. the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought that would be a really interesting way of bringing that in, and we yeah. kind of do something I'm not against it. it. Double J. But they went with Double J. It's a it's a weird one. Oh, who are you going to predict? I'm going Usos to retain, and potentially the start of the Montez Ford solo run. The reaction he's getting is crazy. I'm going to go with the Street Profits to win. Okay. I although I do think a Montez Ford solo run is uh, on the horizon. I think the Street Profits need one big moment as a team to go out, to go out on. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that'd be a, that'd be a good turning point, and then you kind of start to build into the the separate the, the losing the title the separation. But I think that'd be really good. Plus, I think having all the titles on the bloodline, although it is good and it's a Triple H sort of thing. Remember, undisputed era. I think um, then it would strengthen the show a little bit to kind of move some titles around a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we've got another difference at least. So. The next match we've got is Big Bad Bobby Lashley against the man with one name, Theory. US title on the line, who's coming out on top? I'm going Bobby Lashley. Uh, I think he I, I don't makes think more really, sense. Yeah, you don't really need to give any sort of explanation because I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could make a good story with Theory as the champion. They've done that several times in the past, but yeah, I no think point. Bobby Lashley is a better person to take the title forward going into the new era um theory's already got the briefcase you've already got stories completely agree so completely agree and now we come to well, our penultimate match is the one that i'm pretty much most excited for really? it's got one of my favorites in there uh that is pat mcafee versus happy corbin i've got back my guy i'm going pat you're going pat, pat all day future wwe champion that should have been one of my predictions, him to become WWE <laughs> champion. That is what I'm going to say. But yeah, Pat McAfee to beat bum-ass Corbin. I, I agree on this one. Um, it seems, it makes more sense. Um, Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, whatever. Bum-ass just, Corbin. Just Corbin. Uh, he needs a new name. Um, <laughs> he is WWE's go-to guy for the kind of unlikable character. And I don't think a loss hurts him at all. But no, it doesn't hurt his character at all. It kind of, if anything, it kind <clears> of strengthens <throat> his character, gives him another avenue to push on. Yeah. Past. Like he's angry about something, you move on to something something else. Um, also, Pat McAfee is just kind of amazing. He's awesome at everything. So, yeah, you've you got you to gotta back him. I'm hoping it's a fun match. For sure. 
And now, it's time for the main event. Roman, the big dog, reigns. He's not called Big Dog now, is he? No, he's Tribal Chief. The Tribal Chief. Big Oose. Roman Reigns against... You can do it. Oh, I'm not doing a Paul Hayden impression. Rock! <laughs> Lesnar! For the universe... What is it? The Undisputed Championship. Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, which is quite a mouthful. Yeah, I'll just go undisputed title. Um, Roman Reigns. I said it earlier. Yeah. He's going um, to Mania, baby. I was, I was talking about this before the podcast that this is my example of booking under Triple H being like a little bit more difficult because surely Roman has to win. But at the same time, there's that tiny little bit of doubt of... But there's not enough doubt for me. Maybe Triple H would swerve us. It's not... I'm going to go with Roman Reigns because it feels like the clear and obvious yeah. one. Uh, especially, it's the VAR one. Especially with the rumours that Brock left SmackDown. Wasn't wasn't happy after Vince has left. Could be the last time we see Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That being said, an idea I did have was for the was to separate the titles. I don't think WWE would do it, but I could also in some way see it is a draw. No. It no. was my thought before go on, Vince go for a draw. It was my thought before Vince retired that they would have a draw and re-separate the titles because both of Man, one. Go for a draw and then get picking your outfit straight after we finish <laughs> recording. Uh, but I obviously am going to go for Roman Reigns. Okay. That kind of leads me into the next one that I want to throw into the mix. Will there be a successful cash-in from Austin Theory? They get, they've no. been teasing it, and I think he will come out potentially and tease it. But is there going to be a successful one? Tease, yes. Success, no. So going to tickle your balls with no end product. I think there might be a heist of the century fake out. Yeah, and he'll just get absolutely smashed by both guys. In, yeah, like he's going to run out and then he's just going to eat, before he can cash in, he's just going to eat like a spear from Roman or something. And um, Or, because he has nothing to do on the card, could Seth Rollins get involved? Steal the briefcase. I'm not predicting this because this is completely out there, but it has just come to mind. Both men are down. Austin Theory's music... Uh, Hits. He comes out like to cash in, but as, as he's coming down, Seth Rollins attacks him, takes the briefcase, tries to cash it in himself. That's and, how contracts work. And pins <laughs> one of them. Because if you cash in in a Last Man Standing match, are you just having a singles match? In... I forgot his Last Man Standing. Oh God. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not going to predict it because it's so out there. But at the same time, if it does happen, I want credit. Okay. Fine. It's not a point. You I just put want it into credit. the universe. Um, so SummerSlam. a final prediction because the match between Riddle and Seth Rollins is now off the card allegedly Riddle is injured yep um, they're saying it was in the attack that happened on Raw but it sounds like it's legit it sounds like it's legit which is very unfortunate there's been a lot of injuries in the last few months um, in both brands mm. both brands both companies AW and WWE yeah. have suffered a lot um, what's your prediction regarding Seth on the show? I don't know. He put out that cryptic tweet, didn't he? And uh, I kind of have a feeling he might come out, do like a whiny promo that he's the best, potentially. And then someone comes out and interrupts him. Who are you predicting to come out and interrupt him? Well... Got, I agree. I think that sort of thing is going to happen. I've got a bad feeling in my stomach that it's Goldberg. Okay. Goldberg comes out and flattens him, is so what I imagine. You're going to predict Goldberg. My prediction... The Undertaker! <laughs> not for not for a match, mine, but my prediction of the person that comes out is Triple H. Okay. 
I think Seth's going to call Triple H out. Right. About him not having a match. And then a Triple H guy is going to face Seth. Johnny Gargano. And that, I'm not, I don't know who that could, because that could be Johnny Gargano if he was available. It could be someone like, we've mentioned, I mentioned him earlier, it could be someone like Bobby Roode coming out as like yeah. NXT era yeah. Bobby Roode. We haven't seen him in a while. But someone, Triple H, some Triple H guy. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, coming out to face him after Seth. Seth calls Triple H out. And he's like, "Come on, you're you're the big boss now. Like, I I, I deserve a match. Like, all the work I've put in. Like, he's coming out. There's so many people it could be. Imagine the scenes if it was MJF. It won't be, but imagine. Yeah, it won't be. You're right. It's like, like it won't imagine. be. But... Imagine the tears rolling down my face. Yeah. Well, there it is. That's SummerSlam for that us. That is that is SummerSlam. Hopefully. We have a really good show. Well, I think Triple H does listen and he knows that if the matches, matches are, are good, good, the show will be exactly, good. Exactly, exactly. It's a good philosophy to live your wrestling life by. We'll keep everyone updated on who who won and who lost, more importantly, who lost the predictions. Yeah. And we'll be doing some special bits around Clash in the Castle, I'd yeah. imagine. We are there in person. Oh, God, I've just realised. Do we have to go to the what culture thing in that ridiculous outfit? Potentially. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet Simon Miller like that. Oh, no. no we'll we'll put out some previews of the outfit and expect a video shortly after Clash at the Castle showing off the ridiculousness of what we wear. I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. Let's yeah. hope SummerSlam is equally as good. Yeah. Well, it's been good doing this again. We should yeah. do it more often. We definitely need to try now and do it more often. things are settling down a bit more. Yeah. Been a crazy time. Been a very crazy time. To say the least. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, after six months, or no, five months, whatever it was. We'll be back again, hopefully, well definitely, sooner than the, this previous break, promise. Yeah. So thank you for listening. That's me signing off. Over to Damo. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. To keep up to date with all things Figure Forecast, you can follow us on Twitter at figure4uk or follow us on Facebook by searching The Figure Forecast. Thank you. Goodbye.